Hello, football fans, and welcome back to In the Trenches. This is Ian Beckles hanging out here at the Flavor of Tampa Bay podcast room. And uh, we're going to be talking a little football today. We'll talk briefly about the Super Bowl and uh, those stinking Patriots are getting it done again. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. The new football league, the AAFL, that I watched this weekend. I watched a couple of games. I can't believe I got through two of them, but I got through parts of two of them. And then we'll talk about our beloved Buccaneers and what they need to get accomplished here in the offseason. Now, for those of you that sat and watched the entire Super Bowl game, if you're not a Patriots fan, I, I don't think I've heard anybody say that they enjoyed it. If you're not, a, if you're a Patriots fan, you don't give a shit. I mean, you don't care if it's ugly, uh, if it's high-scoring, low-scoring. You just want to win. And I understand that. And if it was my team, I would be thinking the same. Um, like I said before, I, I had money on the over and the Rams, so it was very uneventful for me. So the football season is over. Um, us Buccaneer fans got to sit around and uh, wait to see what happens in the offseason. So if you're a football fan, you know, you want to f- try to figure out how you get your fix. Uh, the AAFL uh, was created and started uh, last weekend. And it was a game on Saturday, and I watched the game again yesterday. I don't know whether it was live or not. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's only been a couple days, but... Um, I guess it's something like the XFL that you have to watch once and then you might be all right. I watched it. I watched it Saturday. I even watched it again Sunday. It was two different teams. Uh, I saw Trent Richardson was on one team. That's a, a name that I recognize, an old the running back from the Colts who was better looking physically than he was a running back. Um, other than that, there wasn't many names out there. The quality of football was yucky. I mean, if you if you think yucky football is better than no football, then then we're fine. But it's yucky football. Uh, the uniforms were kind of awful to look at. The first game I watched, there was two blue teams, and it just didn't work for me. Um, what they're trying to get accomplished is they're trying to make the league interactive. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get gamblers to be gambling on what's happening during the game. And that's really the only way it's going to make it. It's not going to make it by just straight, um, you know, entertainment factor. It's not going to make it. There's not enough going on out there, unfortunately. Uh, the first game I watched was a Steve was Steve Spurrier, and I think he's coaching Orlando. I think it is. And um, for you Steve Spurrier fans, I don't know if there's that many in this area, but um, you know Steve Spurrier's nickname is Old Ball Coach. Uh, he should change it to the Ancient Ball Coach. He looked tired and old, and it just wasn't entertaining to listen to old-ass Steve Spurrier kind of limp up and down the sidelines. And it was kind of sad, to be honest with you. So that, it just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. So if it's on TV and nothing else is on, I'll peep it. But I wouldn't hold your breath. I don't know if that's how long that's going to be around. I just don't see any way that's going to actually work. So let's get to some real football. And our, our Buccaneers that are now in their offseason, 
You know, we've uh, gone through some tough years and we've had numerous coaches. We have numerous players and quarterbacks and we've been through so much for, from our Buccaneers. And, you know, when I talk to people in the know and they're excited about Bruce Arians, and, I, and this is the question that I ask them, okay, and this is important. I say, you know, were you excited for Greg Schiano? Were you excited for Dirk Cutter? Were you excited for Raheem Morris? And I, I like to hear what they say. Because fans are, get excited for something new. It's because it's not what it was. It's not 5-11, and 11, which we were last year. It's something new, okay? Now I'm going to say this. Bruce Arians has way more rock star status than any of the other coaches that I named. Uh, we talk about Dirk Cutter. Nobody knew who Dirk Cutter was. He was just our coordinator. Nobody knows who. You know, I'll be honest with you. If Dirk Cutter walked through the mall, I don't think a lot of people are going to stop Dirk Cutter. I just don't. Um, you know, before that, you know, we had Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith, whose resume looked substantially better than Dirk Cutter's. But he's not a rock star. Lovey Smith's kind of like a a laid-back, boring coach. Bruce Arians has the swag, okay? That's when I say rock star. He, bring, he comes with the swag. You know, he was at the Lightning game, and everybody's approaching him. He's very approachable, and he's wearing the Arians jersey, the new black one, and it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And it wasn't a big deal when Greg Shiano was in the building. It wasn't a big deal when Raheem Morris was in the building drinking. It wasn't as big of a deal. Bruce Arians is a big deal. Whether it equates to anything, I have no idea. But I'm hoping that we're in good hands, and I'm hoping that Bruce Arians is the guy who hopefully takes us to the next level or back to that level because um, as Buck fans, we're, we're getting the mentality of a loser and we applaud mediocrity. And that's, I think that's, that's growth because as Buck fans, we should want what's best for our team because we're on the same playing level as every other team in the NFL. And it just hasn't worked in the, la- in, in the past few years. And let's hope that Bruce Arians knows the equation. Uh, let's hope that him and Jason Light can work side-by-side uh, side to get what's best for this team. Um, but I think we're going to get more press nationally because of Bruce Arians and what he's about and what he stands for and as a person. Um, but then it's going to come down to what wins or losses. And we'll see if that, we'll see if that happens. Now, free agency uh, is not too far away. Uh, the combine's right around the corner, which I love. We'll be talking about that. Uh, but free agency is where the Bucks and every other NFL team that try to improve themselves that year have to make noise because uh, if you think you wait till the draft to draft players to get better, that's not the way it happens. You may have some rookies on your team, part, you know, playing and uh, being part of your squad, but that's not how you get better because rookies aren't good. Rookies might play, but rookies aren't good. And I'm talking about top to bottom, first pick all the way to the last pick. They're not good. They may turn out well, but that year, they're, they're norm, normally rookies aren't good, okay? That's it. Even if you're a first pick in the draft, usually that guy's not good his rookie year. So you talk about, uh, depending on getting better, it's free agency. Now, there's a lot of different 
um, aspects of this team that need to get better. Um, there's a lot of different positions that are going to shift around. We're going to see a lot of different names next year. I mean, take the running back position. Uh, Peyton Barber is a free agent. Whether we bring him back or not, don't know. Uh, you know, you're not going to break the bank for Peyton Barber. I don't know if I, a whole lot of people are going to want to throw a lot of money at Peyton Barber personally. Um, you know, when you talk about Sims and Barber, we're just, you know, they're just names. And maybe the Buccaneers want to um, get that big splash name. Maybe they try to get the Le'Veon Bell. I don't know. That's a big splash. Uh, I've heard some other names like Alex Collins for um, the Ravens. His name's come up. I mean, that's not a big splash. Tevin Coleman's name has come up. Indiana grad, so I got love for him. But even you look at a guy like Tevin Coleman, who is often injured, um, he's not an everyday, every down back. He's a change-up guy. So if you have a Tevin Coleman, you're going to need a Peyton Barber type guy in there. Maybe they retain Peyton Barber and they go and get another name. You know, if they get a Le'Veon Bell, whoever's there with him is going to be irrelevant because Le- Le'Veon Bell can play. He's a three down back. Peyton Barber, eh, not so much. Tevin Coleman, mm, not so much. So to me, you know, you don't go break the bank on running backs. You go break the bank on offensive linemen. Make yourself great. Make yourself great. Go get Brown from the Patriots and bring him over here and bring his 380-pound ass over here and run anybody behind him. That's my philosophy. So, you know, running back to me has been quite the overrated position for quite a while. Look look at the, the Super Bowl throughout the last, I don't know how many years. You can go back for quite a while. And look at the last Super Bowl that was been won by a great running back. Like, that's the reason why you won. I think you might have to go all the way back to the, the Cowboys and, and, the, and the Broncos. Because after that, I don't know if everybody's been like running back-centric type of offense. So things are changing. That's for sure. Now, in the offseason... Being on uh, a sports radio, we're getting all these different calls. By the way, I am back with Ron Diaz on uh, 95.3 FM and 620 WDAE, 3 to 7 every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, I'm hearing of the players that people want. Um, The one name that comes up probably the most often is Tyron Matthew, which would be a wonderful sign. We definitely need a safety. He's a playmaker. He's a difference maker. Uh, He's been around Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians talks very highly of him. Maybe that's a kid you bring in to start trying to change the attitude of this defense. I'd be all for that. And, you know, I don't give a rat's ass how much money they give him. I mean, just as long as it's within, um, you know, the realm of the cap and it's not going to break, you know, break the bank, we're going to be just fine. He would be a wonderful name. Um, another name that's been coming up a lot, Matt Bryant from the Falcons was just cut. And now everybody wants Matt Bryant because I guess they remember the days of Matt Bryant. They remember Matt Bryant kicking against us. Um, I mean, Matt Bryant's old, people, like really old. I don't know if you want to bring him in right now. Uh, Santos played well at the end of the season, and the Bucks just signed uh, some Danish kicker. Uh, Philip Anderson, uh, who was discovered by uh, old a former teammate of mine, Mike Husted, uh, who had a nice career here with with the Buccaneers. So, don't expect Matt Bryant. Okay, Matt Bryant may surface in some other team, but if it's not the Buccaneers, I would be okay with that. That's for sure. Now, 
there's there may be some cap casualties happen this offseason. That's very possible. The name that everybody's talking about is Gerald McCoy, and who's making you know close to $13 million. Uh, I still have people calling and justifying him making $13 million, which I find a little funny. Um, even at $6.5 million, I'm not sure it's worth it. Okay, that's half. Injured a lot. I don't think he plays a run. Uh, he's good for six sacks a year. If that's six and a half million dollars, then I guess that's the going rate. It's certainly not $13 million. So regardless, there's going to be something happen with Gerald McCoy, whether they restructure. Uh, like Ger- There's no reason for Gerald McCoy to just say, hey, just restructure my contract. He would rather get out there in a free agent market and see if anybody else wants him. You, it's, hey, if one team wants you and they think you're the piece, you can make a lot of money. If one team wants you, and that's a possibility. So Gerald's not just going to say, okay, just cut my salary in half. I, I don't think that's going to be the case because everybody keeps on saying, well, let's, let's keep him for $6 million. It's not that easy. You've got to put him out there in the market first, so it's, it's not that quite easy to just income like that. So Gerald McCoy, something's going to happen with Gerald McCoy, uh, whether it's now or a week from now, or I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, it's going to have to happen. Uh, I believe there's a certain date that you have to get him taken care of or his salary is guaranteed. So they have to get something done here pretty quick. Um, Cameron Brait is a name that, to me, may be a casualty. Uh, he was on the side of the building last year. He's a backup of O.J. Howard. He's making a lot of money. He, I didn't think he played that well last year. I just, I just not Definitely not for the money. And I just didn't think he was a factor last year. So he may end up being a casualty, whether he is or not. That's up to Bruce Arians and, and those guys. Deshaun Jackson, his name's coming up. Something's going to happen with Deshaun. I don't see Deshaun Jackson staying here. I just don't. And it's not because of Bruce Arians. It's not because of Bruce Arians doesn't want him here. Jameis Winston shouldn't want Deshaun Jackson here. Because Jameis, I mean, Deshaun Jackson crapped all over Jameis Winston in the last year and a half. I mean, he's told everybody, I, I, want, I want Fitzpatrick. He said that. I mean, f- for you to feel it and say it are two different things. And then when Pitts, Fitzpatrick's not there and you see Deshaun Jackson on the field and it looks half-ass and they're sitting him when he's healthy, I, I don't think there's any way that he survives all that. Somebody out there is going to want Deshaun Jackson. And now, once again, it's going to come down to how much money he makes or whether somebody's ready to pay him all that damn money. Uh, Brett Grimes, eh, it's enough. It's enough. Take you and your wife and go. Go somewhere else and so they can deal with your shenanigans and tomfoolery and bullshit. And most of it's coming from his wife, by the way, because I have ne- rarely heard him speak. I'm not even sure he's allowed to speak. Um, then there's some other names like Curry, the defense alignment. There's these three names, Curry, Unrein, and Bo Allen. Three huge names that were supposed to make our defensive line great in the offseason last year. Our defensive line had a, a, a payroll of $50 million last year. I believe that was most in the NFL. We didn't play that way. Between Curry and Unrine and Bo Allen, uh, something's going to have to happen. They're going to have to make some moves. Um, we didn't get much out of those three players last year at all. We didn't get bare. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm talking about close to zero. 
Unrhyme, I don't know what number he is. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't even know what he looks like, really. He was never there. Curry was hurt, and when he was there, didn't do anything. And Bo Allen literally is a number that I don't know. Didn't make any plays last year. None. So it was just a lot of guys making a lot of money and doing nothing. So Bruce Arians is not going to have that. You're better off having some young, um, hungry football players that are going to grow with your, you know, organization than having these high-priced free agents that, you know, really didn't do much for the Buccaneers last year. Now, we have some of our own free agents that are going to be, that you may lose. To me, uh, Quan Alexander is the heart and soul of the defense. I, I think the Buccaneers should try in any way they can to re-sign Quan Alexander. If you have to put a franchise tag on him, make sure his knee's better, do what you got to do, keep Quan Alexander. I think it's important to keep him, personally. Um, Donovan Smith is another name. Uh, not a huge fan of Donovan Smith as a player, but I do understand um, what the NFL is about. And you just can't create a left tackle. Even if your left tackle is ranked 20th out of 32 in the NFL, if you cut him or let him go, you better have somebody who can play out there. He's not great, but he can play. He's not a great player. He does dumb stuff. He makes a lot of penalties, but he's a left tackle. Somebody's going to put him out there. Somebody's going to put him out there. He's, he's played a long time. He's gone against them all. He's had some success. He just very inconsistent. I don't think Donovan Smith is going to get much better than he is now. And what he is is middle of the road to, you know, bottom two-thirds, whatever. And, I mean, you you want to believe you can get better, but you can get worse. You can get worse. You know, look at what we did at right guard last year. And, you know, right guard is near and dear to my heart. And we have better knockout there who pretty much pooped to bed all season. Like, every game we watch Ben and Knock, I'm like, oh my God, please. Like, it's it's not good. And you want to say Kappa can't be that bad, but he is, because he's not in there. He's younger and has more upside, but he's not in there. That should tell you something. You know, when I was a, a rookie and I was young, I don't think I was ready to get out there, but they stuck me out there. I made a bunch of mistakes. Um, and you just can't keep on making the same mistakes. That's the problem I have with Donovan Smith. He seems to have been making the same mistakes for a long time now. A long time. And you're deep in your career to where you should be getting, still going up. And I'm not sure he is. So we'll see what happens at the offensive line. DeMar Dotson uh, on the right side is under contract, but we don't know how much more DeMar has in him. Um, maybe they want to go younger there. Maybe they franchise Donovan Smith and move him over to right. I don't even know if that's a possibility, but that's something that can happen as well. And probably the big name everybody's talking about is Adam Humphreys. Everybody wants to retain Adam Humphreys. I think Adam Humphreys is a, a player that can make anybody's team better. You know, I, I don't think I've ever even seen an interview with him. He doesn't really say much. He just goes out there and plays, and, and that's it. Sometimes that's that's the best. I mean, you, you keep on hearing all this bullshit about Deshaun Jackson, and you're hearing stuff from Brett Grimes, and, you know, Adam Humphreys is just quiet, and he goes and does his thing. 
Um, and I think he has a potential to be better as a football player um, in a better situation. And maybe um, Bruce Arians convinces him that, you know, staying here with, with Jameis and, you know, his relationship with Jameis is something that they should uh, continue. But listen, it all, always comes down to money. Everything that we do comes down to money. So, you know, for the Buccaneers in 2018, you know, when you look at their their season, um, I want to say offensively, they broke a lot of records. They broke a lot. The, the Bucks averaged 415 yards offense a game. That's a lot of offense to be 5-11. and 11. That's a lot of offense to be 5-11. and 11. Now, they averaged 24 points, almost 25 points. That's a lot of points. But consistency, a, a lot of those yards are hollow, okay? You know, when you're averaging 95 yards rushing a game, 95 yards rushing they're averaging, and you have running quarterbacks, two of them, that's not good. That ain't good. That's not winning football. You know, they gave up 124 yards rushing a game. Offensively, um, they were 12th overall. Um, defensively, 31st. 31st out of 32. And I keep on hearing people say, oh, if we had a kicker, we would have. You ain't doing squadooch with the 31, 31st ranked defense. You're just not. We don't have enough playmakers. And we were dead last in the South again, going away. So I just, like I said at the beginning, losing on a consistent basis has made the fan base of Tampa Bay um, lethargic and just looking for anything to grasp onto. And it's, it's, I swear, when any time something's mediocre, like, look at that, this is great. No, that's not great. We're trying to be 11 and 5 and not 5 and 11. That would be nice. So hopefully these guys go into that locker room this year with the mentality of being 11 and 5. Because last year they had a 5 and 11 mentality. Not all of them, but most of them. So let's hope that Bruce Arians and his new feel, his new regime. I had a conversation with Brian Ford the other day, uh, the president from the Buccaneers, and I asked him about you know Bruce Arians and what Bruce Arians is all about. And he said he's a joy to work for, and that's good. And they're not all joys now. They're not all joys. But he says he's a joy to work for because of his professionalism, and that's a great word right now because I think professionalism is the word that we need to, you know, focus on because Bruce Arians has done it before. He's seen it before. He's rounding up a bunch of really good, young, hungry coaches. And professionalism is going to be the most important thing this year when it comes to success. So the Buccaneers season is a long way away, but there's still a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to continue to talk about football and the NFL all around. I might bring up the AAFL every once in a while, but don't expect that too much. But basically, basically we'll be talking a lot about the, the Buccaneers and all the goings-on, uh, free agency, the combine. I watched that almost to a fault. Um, and I like to look and see who's who's impressive, although the combines, a lot of dudes running around their underwear trying to impress. There's there's good, bad, and ugly, okay? there's You shouldn't... I don't like people whose stock just rises immensely in the combine because that almost never works, okay? Um, and you have to watch about people whose stock dry, you know, drops real quick because 
they had some pretty darn good film. For me, it's all about film. But there's plenty to talk about this offseason. I appreciate you guys listening in. If anybody ever has questions for me, you contact me, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Uh, you go to Radio Influence. I have quite a few other podcasts as well if you want to indulge in some of those because uh, I am enjoying these and uh, keeps me busy. So I appreciate you guys listening in. Football season's not over. There's still plenty to talk about. So make sure you tune in every single week. This has been In the Trenches. Have a wonderful week and stay out of trouble. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>